You're listening to the Bride Chilla Podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit. One podcast at a time with your host, Alicia McCormack. My lovely friends, the best thing that comes out of Bride Chiller, well, there's lots of good things, but one thing is being able to introduce you to amazing wedding media. These are blogs, magazines, people who think like us, who are bride chiller oriented. And uh, I'm particularly delighted today to welcome Brittany Dry, who is the fearless founder of, and she's an editor-in-chief as well, just a couple of extra things here, fearless founder and editor-in-chief of Love Inc. magazine. I'm sure you're following them on, on Instagram because this, this is a gorgeous magazine. And it's all about sort of planning an equally equality-minded wedding. Brittany, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. It's Well, I'm happy to, that you're here because I've been subtly stalking you for years. So that works out really well. <laughs> Not creepy at all. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Your whole foundation of the magazine and and the ethos of what you do is is bringing people together and and promoting vendors and uh, suppliers who believe in equality and finding people that really celebrate that. And that so just rings my bell and and we're very much in equally minded bride chiller as well and I'm very interested to learn more about how you started the magazine but also how we can help our bride chillers and groom chillers really connect with vendors that have the same ethos and that they're going to enjoy working with because that's really important. It really is. I mean, it's your wedding day. You know, you don't want to have to be worried about judgment. Um, you want to work with wedding pros who, you know, their values align with yours and they want to be there and they want to celebrate your love. So it's it's something I'm extraordinarily passionate about and I'm so excited to talk to you about it. Oh, well, it's great. And, and you know, it's one of those things that part of me sort of says, oh my gosh, I wish we didn't even have to talk about this stuff because it seems ridiculous that in this day and age, I sound like an old lady, in this day and age, that we actually have to even question that some people wouldn't be out to celebrate other people's love and and also make money and run a business that is supportive of whoever wants to get hitched and uh, plan something amazing. But it's great that you're doing it and I really enjoy what you put out and we've got so much to talk about. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that. I feel like a lot of people actually think that way too. You know, why are we even having this discussion? Um, any any feature that I publish on Love Inc., because uh, we feature all couples, so mm. straight, gay, lesbian, um, for the straight weddings, like I do still confirm with each wedding pro who is involved that they are equality minded. Yeah, so great. I get a lot of feedback saying, well, of course I am. Like, who's not in, in this day and age? And the truth is, I still, I get a lot of feedback saying that they're, you know, no, we are not open to working with same sex couples. So it's still very much an issue. Um, you know, all across the states and the world. And, you know, those of us who, you know, in our minds, it's it's obvious, like, of course, I'm LGBTQ friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in our little bubble. You know, we, we run with a crowd who thinks the same as us. And it's hard to even, you know, imagine a world where it's not accepted. Um, but the truth is that that is our world in many places. So I really try to help couples, you know, be that resource for couples where they can safely, you know, use all wedding pros listed on our site and all wedding pros featured on our site and know that they can go to these vendors and, you know, be open with who they are and who they love. I'm 
obviously very outspoken, equality-minded. We are all for um, people living their lives however the hell they want to live their lives and making sure everyone feels safe and uh, supported. But it's interesting with the bubble, you know, living in London when Brexit happened and, of course, Trump in the States, it is challenging all of us to think that we're living in a in a sort of society that is sometimes i feel a little bit like we're stepping back into the 50s in a lot of ways and as you said it is surprising when you do start to explore a little bit in the wedding industry and and particularly in the states i haven't come across it as much in in the uk but there are still a lot of quite I would say I'm going to put these words out not your not your words but my words quite narrow-minded vendors that you're like man this is it's so strange it's like we're living in the handmaid's tale I mean even in I've had you know wedding pros even in major metropolitan cities like San Francisco right here in Manhattan where I'm based um even in those cities like I've come across vendors or venues who are not equality minded so it's it's you know it it reiterates why I do what I do. Well, and I think the more we can do, and we're the same with the Bride Chiller directory, we are very uh, much about trying to attract people that uh, are quality-minded but also, um, you know, want to expand and, and, and embrace whatever people want, really. This is the thing. That when you're planning a wedding, this is your day to do and express and design and, and create whatever the hell floats your boat. I, I think that's the most exciting thing about planning a wedding. Mm, absolutely. Freedom, which, you know, is a big topic. Before we get it, I mean, we've gone quite heavy, quite hard, and I love that. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> it just got real. <laughs> and I'm not going to say, let's lighten it up like some sort of morning talk show host, um, but I would <laughs> like to hear... <laughs> I want to hear how you got into all of this, and... It's no mean feat to start something, and I think from a founder to another founder, to go, I'm going to give this a go, and then create something that's actually gone global. As I said, you've got amazing social media. The magazine is beautiful, and you really have expanded into this huge platform. But let's go back to where it began. How did it start, and how did you get the Lady Balls to go, I'm going to just start this and, and make this into a business and make this my day job? Yeah, so I've always been an editor. That's, you know, what I went to school for. That's what I did just coming out of college. Um, I started in print magazines because this was, there was not really blogs back then. And, you know, so I've always had this very strong love of, of print publications and layouts and, um, you know, imagery and, and very in-depth copy. So, um, you know, circa 2007, 2008, when all the print publications were folding and, and the blog boom was happening, I had an opportunity to move to the digital space, which I did, and I'm glad I did, mm. and kind of have been in lifestyle editorial since then. And um, I got into the wedding scene through just freelance work and realized that there was you know, the marriage equality has obviously always been very important to me. So I noticed that there was, you know, this void for a resource that was just truly inclusive. It featured the same amount of gay weddings, of straight weddings, of lesbian weddings. And, you know, no one was really doing that. There was all these amazing resources that were targeted to LGBTQ couples, which is great. And then the rest of the wedding industry was talking to a bride who was marrying a groom. So, mm. you know, I was like, well, why not? Like, I'll do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, I launched it. And I mean, it's definitely been a learning curve. You know, my, like I said, my background's in editorial. And as you know, as a businesswoman, 
um, there's a lot more involved than just you know one one aspect to it. So learning about sales and marketing, all these different nuances to owning your own business. But I've you know kind of learned along the way. I've had an amazing support system in you know fellow blogger friends who give their advice and support. My husband um, has been an amazing support these past few years. So yeah. <laughs> It is, and it is. I think some people, uh, when I'm in talking, we've got this great Facebook group called the Bride Chiller Community, and I think people start to realize how many hats I wear. And although, you know, you can sort of look like you're running this well oiled machine and it's really just you on your own, and I've got a lovely um, content editor, Erica, but it, it's literally me sitting at my laptop at weird hours of the night and morning around my day job just trying to keep the shit moving on. <laughs> and it's like, you know, you just do your best. And you, if yeah. not, fake it till you make it until, you know, get it together. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I mean, I think, you know, with small businesses, like we're all just trying to do our best and and make our mark on this world. And so that's what I'm trying to do at least. <laughs> yeah, and you're doing a very good job. You're doing a very good job. Um, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about vendor finding. One of the biggest conversations in, in our community is about where the hell to start when you're finding vendors. It can be completely overwhelming and also then finding vendors that you vibe with and actually, like we talked about at the top of the show, that align with your ethos and belief systems and whether that means you're someone that is obviously an LGBTQ-friendly vendor or someone that is happy for you to get married in the nude. I don't know. Whatever your thing is. I don't know why I went to nudism, nudists. <laughs> But, you know, the, the idea that you are trying to find people that will align with what you want, it can be really challenging. And there are so many people out there and so many people claiming they can do everything. I'd love to get your perspective on, especially dealing in this industry and you see people come and go all the time, how you get the radar out there and really figure out what you want and, and also connecting with people and finding out how they, they work and if they're going to work for you. Because that's a really tricky part of planning, especially when you've never planned an event before, which is 99% of people that are getting hitched. After the break, Brittany and I will share some information with you about how to find really top vendors via places like Instagram. It is a really good research tool if you know how to do it and how to hone in on the right people without going down some rabbit hole of Instagrammery, which I do fairly often. Brittany, is there any easy way to find the right vendors for you? Because I know a lot of people find this whole scenario fairly overwhelming and are constantly looking for shortcuts, but sometimes it's just a matter of doing your research, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's tough. Like even when I was planning my own wedding, like I knew people and it was still tough for me to find, uh, you know, the perfect wedding dream team. And when you're navigating the wedding planning process, you know, especially if you don't know what you're doing, which as you mentioned, you know, 99% of couples don't, mm. it's, you know, it's very intimidating. And it's so important to find people who you do vibe with, because you're going to spend a lot of time with these people, both in the months leading up to the wedding day and on the wedding day itself. And you're trusting them with one of, if not the biggest day of your life. So it's so important to find pros who are, A, within your budget, of course, but two, are also, you know, going to be able to represent you as a couple and represent you, you know, in your wedding day details and, and really create the day that you want. So it's, it's challenging. And, you know, I have a lot of tips on, on finding it. <laughs> well, let's go. Let's do it. And, and I will say, 
I really try and, and project this idea that it's an investment. You're making an investment and you're working with people and you're giving your money, your hard-earned money. And whether it's – I call parents and, and friends that give money to couples wedding donors. And uh, that's sort of how we refer to people that are gifting money because I think they're like political donors where they often say they don't want – they just want to give you the money because they believe in you, but then they want to jump in and – give your yeah. opinion on everything. So whether you're working with a wedding donor or you are spending your money that you worked hard on, you want to make the investment in the right people and making sure you trust them. Like you just said, it's a trust thing as well. You're handing over responsibility and making sure they're going to turn up and do what they say. So that can be pretty daunting for a lot of people and it can be quite hard to hand over thousands of dollars to a photographer or a venue and go, oh, shit, I hope they're going to turn up on the day. <laughs> I mean, first and foremost, you always want to have contracts in place and read through the contracts, you know, both from a wedding pro and a client perspective, um, just to make sure that you are working with, with wedding pros who are legit and professional. Um, I've heard some horror stories. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so always have a contract. And it's so hard because I know that there are a lot, and, and this is not, I'm certainly never saying this to discourage new vendors who are jumping in and people on Etsy and friends who are trying to get into the real professional vendor world. I think it's fantastic supporting new vendors, but you've got to cover your ass and also covering their ass because the contract's for both sides of the party and Sometimes people are like, oh, no, it's my friend. They said they'd do it. And you're like, ugh, this is tricky. You just want to make sure your friend yeah. is going to do it. And if they don't, well, you've, you've fucked the friendship and also you've fucked whatever they're going to be doing for you for your wedding. So I'm, I always want to say I'm not ever saying don't support new people, but I totally agree with you. Contracts, really necessary in all situations. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you're – so, like, let's back up the train. When you're getting into it, um, you know, you're looking for inspiration. It's the fun part. It's like, okay, let's let's think of ideas and inspiration. And you kind of – you know, then you filter down. So you, you find the, you know, Instagram accounts that you love that have your style. Um, and you find the blogs and the magazines that really, you know, resonate with, with what you imagine your day to be. So whether it's, you know, oh, I, I – want a vintage wedding so I'm going to follow chic vintage brides or I want a very elegant classic wedding so I'm going to follow Elizabeth Ann Designs you know look and see who the vendors are that they're featuring because you know that that is the vendors who are within the same aesthetic as you so you know once you kind of nail down the aesthetic that you want really look at the pub great publications out there who are showcasing that aesthetic in their niche and then kind of go from there. Really, you know, look at wedding pros that they feature, follow, stalk them on social media. Social media, I have to say, you know, couples are planning their wedding via Instagram and Pinterest. And yeah. social media, specifically Instagram, is a fantastic way to really get to know a wedding pro Um how they connect with couples, the verbiage that they use. So for LGBTQ couples, verbiage is huge. Are they talking, you know, to a bride marrying a groom in their captions? That's, you know, that's a really great way to see if a vendor is equality minded or not. Um, the images that they, that they post, do they have any same sex couples in their grid? You know, that was, yeah. is, you know, a sign if they're equality minded. So social media is a fantastic resource for finding wedding pros who kind of, you know, whether it's their style or their mission statement, um, 
whatever's important to you um, is a fantastic way to to find them. And also, you know, going back to those blogs, like, you know, several of us have vendor guides. Mm-hmm. And within those vendor guides are the wedding pros who resonate best with our brand. So, you know, I feel like vendor guides aren't aren't utilized like they used to. I agree. Because uh, <laughs> everyone's on social, but it's there's such great resources um, because you know these are the these are the the professionals who are really you know they're the ones who who are submitting to that publication. They're the ones who you know in their marketing that's their that's their niche. That's their you know what they align best with. So those are the people that you're going to want for your for your own day. Um, so vendor guides, like that's, it's such a, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's not as, like I said, utilized as it used to be, but they're, they're fantastic resources. Um, for us, we have our love list, which is, you know, equality minded wedding pros and, um, everyone again, you know, we vouch for them on their equality mindedness. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great place for LGBTQ couples to come and, and find people to work with without having that, you know, awkward conversation of, Oh, I'm a woman, by the way, I'm marrying another woman. Are you cool with that? Like they know going into it that all wedding pros on our love list are open to it and want to celebrate it. And that's so great because it, it is that thing of just, uh, we've had a couple of bride chillers sort of say, you know, it really sucks that you have to go and have that conversation because it's also like you want to go in there and celebrate and really connect and talk about the details, but then you have to do this sort of, uh, by the way, um, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, and it's like, oh, this is so draining to have to even have the conversation so it's great that you could just skip all that and go this is these are the people that get what we want and support who we are and don't even have to do the orcs annoying convo yeah it's i mean it's one of the biggest you know fears uh for lgbtq couples coming into the wedding planning process that they have to basically come out each and every time they connect with the vendor and you know heaven forbid that vendor is not open to working with same-sex couples or anti-LGBTQ, it's it's terrible. Like, you're you're having, you know, you're supposed to be having this amazing experience planning your wedding. Like, sure, it's stressful, but, you know, you're celebrating your love. And to be, you know, discriminated against because of that, you know, when you're in this, like, time of your life where you're sp- supposed to be happy, you know, some one of your happiest times of your lives, it's, it's heartbreaking. I've just, you know, it breaks my heart every time that a reader – you know, tells us that they've had a, a negative experience with a wedding pro. So mm. uh, it's really important, you know, for wedding pros to, you know, make it known if they are equality minded. And this is also coming from people who, you know, straight couples who just want to support vendors who are equality minded too. We don't have to, we're not just talking about same sex and diverse couples that are trying to jump in there and, and, and have people to support them. I think this should be for everyone. And I know that there are a lot of um, bride chiller listeners who have really gone out of their way to make sure that they're working with equality minded pros because it's what they believe in. Absolutely. I mean, especially in today's age, you know, like here in the States, it's such a, the political environment is so ah crazy right now. Yeah. Um, you know, couples are it's it's very important to them the socio-political stance is is extremely important and they want to work with people who align with their own beliefs and their own values and want to spend their money you know with people who um you know 
kind of go believe in the same things they do and and are willing to fight for it and be vocal about it you know the more that we promote and the more that we get people involved and supporting that it reminds us there is always there's lots of good in the world and everyone can be a part of it and um, I think we're very attuned at the moment to negativity and feeling really bad about everything and it's great to be speaking to you and being optimistic as well and finding a path that is a lot more friendly and nice Mm. It's not bad. (laughs) I wanted to go back to Instagram and something that I think is a great tip. You sort of started talking about it and then I cut you off was connecting with vendors and then also, you know, searching for venue hashtags or vendor hashtags to then find a bit of a table of people they're connected with. Because I think once you find one pro that you really like, it's great to connect with pros they've worked with before and go a bit deep dive into their Instagram account. You can connect with people that obviously they work with people that believe in the same sort of well design style and also probably ethos as well. It can be a really big time saver to do just some gentle stalking and find good people. A hundred percent. And, you know, you, you search hashtags um, that do resonate. So hashtag beach wedding or hashtag vintage wedding. I mean, you're going to come up with a lot of results, but at least it's all kind of within what you're what you're looking for as far as aesthetics or, you know, ethos or whatever it may be. So same sex wedding, LGBT wedding. Um, those are all like very, very, very popular hashtags that are being used by couples to find inspiration and find you know, suppliers to work with. Brittany, any other tips that you have for, for finding your vendor that, that you know, that you actually connect with and vibe with? And again, we're not saying you have to go out for drinks and be best friends. We're just saying investing your money in people that you actually like or can tolerate. Yeah. So once you, you know, you kind of have, you find people on, you know, whether it's through social or blogs, um, really take a look at their websites um, because, you know, how they're marketing themselves is going to tell you a lot about who they are. You know, go to their About Us on or About Me on their website page. And, you know, just I'm going to speak on inclusivity again as far as, you know, LGBTQ because that's that's my niche. But, you know, the voice that they use tells you a lot about the couple that they're trying to attract. So, you know, are they speaking directly to a bride um, is their language or is their language gender neutral? Um, a lot of wedding pros have, you know, forms, contact forms to fill out. And do those forms give gender options or hmm. does one of you have to volunteer to be the bride? Um, just kind of, you know, taking a, a deep dive into that uh, will let you know, you know, who this person is and who is the couple that they're trying to attract. So look at the photo galleries, you know, especially with a photographer. Um you know, you kind of want to get a vibe from, you know, what they're putting out there for marketing because, you know, is that in line with what you envision your day to be? Look, I, I, think, I think this is great. And as you said, support the directories. You've got a fab, fabulous directory. We've just launched a directory. There are freaking amazing directories everywhere. And I think they're a really great resource. So let's bring that one home because I think often it can be, um, as you said, going into the depths of social media can be fun, but also time consuming. And if you can just hone in on your people straight away. Hot damn, that saves you time to do other things. Yeah, and I have to give you know a shout out to local blogs. They are having a yes. moment. Yes, um, you know, and they are a fantastic resource for finding local local wedding pros. Um, I have so many friends who are who are local wedding bloggers, and um, they're just killing it. I'm so glad you mentioned that. I, I put a post up yesterday on, in our community and said, 
who like inspire each other who do you go to for inspiration that isn't that aren't the sort of the top five or whatever you know not not the stalmy pretties and you know they all have their place but to say you know if you have a local wedding magazine or a local blog or a, a planner that is really great on instagram you know spread the word and i think that's such a good point it's really great to support people that are local because they're the people that are going to be working with you whether it's you know local blog or a bigger blog i think you know they're such valuable resources out there and um you know you just it's it's a lot it's definitely a lot. Um, one of the reasons why, you know, I, you know, we haven't touched on this, but I'm, I'm a member of IELTS Society, yes. which is a collective of wedding blogs. And, you know, even just there's 36 publications in the network now. That's, that's almost like a one-stop shop yeah. because you can go to IELTSSociety.com and just really see the best of the best of wedding inspiration that's across all these fantastic blogs that, you know, they've already been vouched for. They've already, these are the, some of the top wedding publications out there. So, you know, I highly recommend like IELTSSociety.com is a great resource for couples who are planning their wedding to kind of see the best of the best. And then they can, you know, it allows you to really filter based on what you're looking for. So whether it's location or vendor type or wedding style or setting, um, you can really customize your feed to you know, tailor it to what you're looking oh, for. Oh, I love that. And and also I want to say uh, off mic, we were saying, you know, we've had so many great guests that are all our society members and um, it, it's one of my favorite go-to places. So I'm so glad you mentioned that as well. Yeah, it's just great. Oh, Brittany, this has been so nice and I'm, I'm really happy that we finally got to meet. And as I said, I'm an avid follower of what you do and I'm just delighted that it's going so well for you now if people want to connect with you if they want to submit a wedding or if they are a vendor that also wants to connect with you how do we get in touch and um, plug your ass off basically yeah so you so our site's lovingmag.com and across all social we are at lovingmag and shoot me an email I love talking to people I love meeting new people whether it's you know, readers and hearing their love stories or wedding pros who, you know, want to learn more and be educated on being equality minded or want to join our equality minded community. Um, feel free to email me. My email is bdry at lovingmag.com. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, I hope to hear from some of you guys. It's been just great to share this time with you, Brittany, and I hope we get to talk again soon. Yeah, me too. Thank you so much for having me, Alicia. I appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, happy days. The Bride Chilla Podcast, empowering you to kick wedding planning ass every day. I'm a doer, so when the Bride Chiller community said, why don't you have a book? You should write a book. I did it. I went and wrote two. The Bride Chiller Survival Guide is the ultimate wedding planning guide, full of Bride Chiller information, guidance, and support. And the Bride Chiller Field Guide is the wedding planner that you can write in and take with you to all of your appointments because it contains all of the questions that I would advise you ask vendors before giving them any money. To order, visit bridechillerstore.com. And I thank you for supporting the Bride Chiller Podcast.